Okay, hi. Welcome to the second episode of the Draw Play Podcast. And uh, I'm here with my uh, big man, uh, Sam Grezis. Woo! Yeah, we're back. First one got a good response, and we're going to keep going. You might yeah. notice I sound a little different. I, If you'll allow me to do my very first plug ever, mm-hmm. we had some microphones graciously donated to us by a local Portland audio company called Antlion Audio, and they're... We're using their product called the Mod Mic. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty sweet, actually. I, I think I sound better on it. We'll we'll see how the viewers think, mm-hmm. or the listeners. I keep wanting to say viewers or readers, viewers. never listeners, and this is pure audio. Yeah, well, we'll see. Maybe it'll be a, a the the draw play uh, vlog soon enough. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we'll just record ourselves on Skype so they can see us like unshaven in the morning, Ooh. just talking. <laughs> so this is being recorded on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Last week ended up being kind of funny because I wasn't able to get the first episode out until Friday. And After in that episode, we were just news. like, well, nothing's happening. And then on yep. Thursday, a massive trade happened and made us look stupid. Yep. Well, uh, we didn't really need much help for the whole looking stupid thing. At least I we, didn't. But yeah. We really didn't. So this week, uh, we've we've talked about it a little bit and we're going to do a slightly new thing. Instead of just talking about random topics and then just going off on tangents, we're going to pick one or two major topics that have happened in the previous week, and we're just going to talk at length about them instead of just meandering around a bunch of different things aimlessly. So the big thing I want to that needs to be talked about is the Titans-Rams trade. Yep. That, that came out of nowhere. I think there was a lot of rumors that the Titans were going to trade it, but that happens every single year. The guy in the top slot's always like, oh, we could offer some trades. Some people have offered this. It, it rarely actually happens, but this right. actually happened, and it was the Rams, which I wasn't expecting at all. Well, yeah, true. Uh, listen, a lot of people are like, the Rams are mortgaging their future, and yeah, they are, but uh, like, I don't think it's necessarily a bad trade. You, you're, you're never going to be guaranteed a you know, a new franchise quarterback in the draft. It's just never going to happen. If the Rams are confident enough in the abilities of, of, you know, Jared Goff or whoever they're targeting, you know, that they're, they're willing to, to kind of give away all their future draft picks for it. I I don't think it's a bad decision because I've said, I said this in the last podcast, uh, you can make the playoffs without a good quarterback, but you can't make it past the first round of the playoffs without a you know not even good quarterback like a great quarterback well i mean looking at last year 2015 peyton manning kind of just proves your point but that was an all-star defense that right yes yes and i mean i guess i listen peyton manning didn't have a peyton manning had a terrible year he had a dog shit year right but he's still he is still like a great quarterback there's something to be said for, you know, a player like Peyton Manning, who is who is a veteran of the league, who, you know, has been there and can, like, mentally lead, you know? So that's, I mean, that's part of it, too. I, I just don't, I, a lot of people are giving up on the Rams already, being like, oh, man, the season hasn't even started and the Rams are already terrible. And I don't think that's necessarily true. I, I think you know, if they get a decent if they get a person, uh, Wentz or Goff, whichever one, yeah. pans out, like then they're in really good shape because they're already built up from all the picks they got in the Redskins trade. That's Yeah, see, that's true. It's not like, listen, it's not, you have to look at this 
from like a, an economic standpoint, right? And in terms of like opportunity cost and what is what is lost and gained by this trade. The Rams have been building up like a young-ish uh, team, you know, with a, with a, you know a decent O line, um, you know, a decent defense, excellent defensive line. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and you know, their running back core isn't quite there yet, but I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the camp that you know it's. I think Gurley's going to be great. Gurley is going to be amazing. Gurley was, was already a good rookie. He's he's yep. going to be good as long as he stays healthy. He's going to be great. And and you know, here's the thing. I, I you know, I'm a I'm a Bulldogs fan. Right uh, when I'm not a Wildcats fan, um, well, you know, you can have a Big Ten team and an SEC team. That's not against the rules, right? Whatever you say. <laughs> um, it's one yeah. team, and everyone else deserves to die. That's fine, fine, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, we—I was all afraid that like he'd be coming back and he'd look like, uh, you know, tentative, and he wasn't. So like, I, you know. The Rams need more than one missing piece, right? But if they, if they, if I think Goff would be a great fit for them. Um, I think so too. Play at Cal, like I think, I think he'd be great. But y- you know, I, since they had that glut of picks from the Redskins trade, like they, they, when, whenever you're making like a trade, it's it is easier to make if you have a lot of things that you can trade. Right and like, what would what would the Rams be using those picks on anyway? And probably, uh, maybe a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, pro- they'd probably pick up a quarterback in like the second round if they didn't do this. Right. Maybe they pick up like Paxton Lynch or something. Yeah, but like I- at the end of the day, the the decision needs to be made of whether or not whether you'd rather have that like an okay wide receiver and an okay quarterback, who neither of which. You know, obviously, you never know if anything's going to pan out, but I, I don't, I don't mind them staking, them staking that on a first round uh, quarterback pick. You know, I, I, I don't, don't mind it either. I think yeah. it's a pretty good move. Uh, I do want to just give you a little. I told you so last week. You were talking about the Rams, and I was just like, they need a quarterback, and you were uh, like, ah, and yeah. then the trade happened. I'm just like, I was proven right. Yep. So yep. I told was, you so. I need a little sound effect for that. Was hoping. Was hoping you uh, you weren't going to bring that up, but uh, <laughs> but you did, and uh, and now no, I hold grudges. All of our you know all of our listener um, <laughs> knows that you were right and I was wrong that one time. First time for everything, Dave. First so time I, for everything. I just think this is really interesting because then we'll ha- basically it's basically a parallel of the RG three trade yeah, in a lot true. of ways. So now we get to see. What happens with the Titans? Because I talked about this on my comic for Saturday, but mm-hmm. it, that trade ended up kind of being a bit of a wash for both teams. Because yeah, the Rams the Rams got a lot of great pieces, but they didn't have a quarterback, so they couldn't make the playoffs, and they didn't really do anything with those pieces. Right. Absolutely. And so right now, they're, they're more competitive, but they still really needed the pick. Whereas the Redskins... They actually made the playoffs of the first year, looked to have something, and then they just redskins RG3 away. Mm-hmm. And But they made the playoffs again with Kirk Cousins, who they got in the exact same draft. So it's it's kind of weird that like neither of those teams really came out on top. I will say, I also said this, but the Rams were in a much tougher situation than the Redskins were the past That's few true. years. Like the That's Rams have true. had to deal with the 
once great 49ers who are now shit, but were pretty good when they first got that trade. Yep, yep, yep. And they also have to deal with the up-and-coming Cardinals, who are now good, and yeah. the Seattle Seahawks, which have been good the whole time. Yeah. So they've had a much higher road to climb than the Redskins have because the NFC East is terrible. Well, I was going to say, yeah, that's that's it's been a race to the bottom for you know a few years now. But um, yeah, no, I, the Rams have have had a lot more competition, and I, I, a lot of people again are, I think, are, are kind of discounting this trade as as stupid and foolhardy before before we have the evidence in, you know, and and I get that. I get it's 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 fun to have to have those strong takes. You know, it's easy to have the strong take, you know, before the season starts and before the draft. Um, but, you know, I think it's a bold move and oh, we don't nice. know how it's going to pan out. And we really shouldn't judge it too harshly until we see what they do. Right. Because maybe they're I, dumb and they pick like, I don't know, someone really bad with that pick. Yep. Because I Jeff completely agree with that. Yeah. You that's the other thing is Jeff Fisher is pretty dumb. So yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see. I think I think that the preseason will actually teach us a lot about like how that pick worked out, um, you know, and we'll kind of we'll kind of judge from there. I re- I wish the Rams all the best, man. The Rams have always been like I don't really follow them that hard, but like they've the Rams always have always had... been kind of there to me. Yeah, yeah, they've always been a team that I that has like players that I like on it. Like from back in the day with you know Marshall Falk, um, you know I think everybody liked Kurt Warner. Yeah, Kurt back Warner then I liked the Rams fine. ever ever since the Warner era ended. Like they've yeah. the Rams have just kind of been there. I don't yeah. hate them. I don't like them. They're there. Sure. I, I don't root against them unless they're playing my team or some other team yep. that I like more. But I don't yep. root for them unless they're playing like the Cowboys or a team that I hate. They're just they're in the middle of the pack. They're one of those teams that. I personally don't pay a lot of attention to. Sure, sure, I get that, and I think I think that you're you are like most of America in that way. I just like personally, the Rams like taking players that I've paid attention to and liked to watch in college. So, like the past few years, they've had Zach Stacy, who uh, you know my brother went to Vanderbilt, so I'm like kind of a Vanderbilt fan by default that way. And he, you know, he came out of Vandy. Trey Mason was fun to watch. And now uh, Gurley. Like, they have a knack for for uh, drafting or trading for players. Like Tavon Austin, you know? Tavon I, Austin. I was excited to see Tavon Austin. Ooh, yeah. Little midget man running around. Yeah. it's they're, they're, They can be a very fun team when, when everything kind of works, but it often just kind of doesn't work. Yeah, so basically, only watch the Rams when they're playing the Seahawks. Yeah. Because that's when everything works. Yeah, and that's, that's, when it's that's really true. Fun. I love watching the Rams beat the Seahawks, man. That's like, that's one of my favorite passes. It, it's pretty satisfying to watch Pete Carroll on the sideline. Like, how is this happening? Yeah. yeah. My team is so much better than this. What yeah. What is happening right now? Well, we're going to, in the in the next couple of years, we're going to see Pete Carroll slowly realize that his team isn't better than this. The Seahawks have been sliding. And the I Seahawks are definitely hard. probably on a downward trend. The defense last year was not nearly as inspiring as it no. was the two years prior. No, um, and they, and Russell will continue to be good as long as he doesn't get hurt. Right. I think oh Russell's yeah, Russell Wilson's have, fine. fine. But um, their O line is awful. Is bad. So bad. Yep. Um, They're not going to get Jimmy Graham back because, nope. and if he does come back, he's not going to be the same player. So I, they, they didn't. They had no idea how to use Jimmy Graham. They, he like, started to figure it out, and then tore his patella t- 
patellar yeah, tendon. Yeah. And he's That's toast true. Now. I forgot that he had that like late kind of charge at the end. Well, there. I think the thing was a lot of the Seahawks, like you look at their roster and you're like, how are how are these players getting this far? Like Doug Baldwin and stuff like that. But the thing yeah. is they're all really good at working with Russell Wilson when things break down and Russell starts improvising. Yep, that's true. And Jimmy just wasn't good at that because Drew Brees didn't really improvise. He was a pocket passer. He just got things done that way. Yeah. So it took Jimmy like half a season to sort of get on the same page as the rest of the offense. And once he finally started to do that, he got hurt. Sure. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I mean, their defense, man, I would put, uh, you know, they're not, they're definitely not the best anymore. I, I, you know, I don't even think they're top three. Maybe not I even think top there's an five. argument for top three. I mean, Denver right now obviously has number one. Denver's number one. I would put the Cardinals at number two. Cardinals are a good choice. Carolina. Um, oh, Carolina no, no. And I'm the sorry. Cardinals. Yeah, that's – no, I meant – okay. So, I meant it would be Broncos, Panthers, uh, Cardinals for me in the top three spots. Pretty solid. Pretty um, solid choice. I can't think um, – the Bengals, I would probably put no, the Bengals the are five. probably top ten. I don't know if I'd call them top five. Sure. Maybe top five on a good day. Yeah, well, that's the thing with the Bengals' defense is it, is it, is it at least last year, it kind of swung, right? Like, they had, yeah. they had days where they looked really vulnerable and then days where they just kind of, you know, put it all together. The Bengals have potential to be really good, but they're not always there. Well, that's the thing, both on offense and defense for them, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's... They could be schizophrenic. Yeah. They're... The Jets' defense is pretty good. Oh, that's true. I totally, I totally forgot that they, because like I don't really pay attention to yeah, the Jets the Jet, that much. Yeah, the Jets, the Jets' defense is worth mentioning. I think they're top five. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I again, I like, I would probably put the Seahawks in in the top five, but I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't disagree. They're too not the hard generational defense someone... that they were a couple years nope. ago. And and here's the thing, man. Like, can you really call it a generational defense if it lasts a year? I mean, most defenses don't really last that long. I guess. Like, in terms like, of, like, the greatest defenses of all time, they've lasted one, two, two maybe three yeah, years at most. Yeah. Like, the Ravens' defense was always good, but around 2000 was when it was unbelievable. That's true. And, you and, and 2013 was when the Seahawks' defense was unbelievable. It was the talk. Sure. Um, like, the 85 Bears. that You don't yep. get talked about, like, the mid-80s Bears. It's the yep, 85 It's 85, Bears. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's fair enough. I just like I I don't I think it's I think it's it's lazy for for comic because because they're all like oh you know the Seahawks the the Legion of Boom like it isn't dead but it's like it's on they just re signed Brandon Browner they did they did but man getting rid of Cam Chancellor was a terrible decision wait did Chancellor leave Ch- did I, I miss that yeah Chancellor I... left like last season I think no he he held out but then he came back he came back like. Game three, Did four. He? Yeah, he came back. I thought He's there still was the like, team. oh, okay. He held well, out. I think he was trying to get more money, and the Seahawks were like, "Fuck you." <laughs> oh no, that's right. Okay, that's right because because um because when in game one and two they like there was there were problems because Cam Chancellor yeah. wasn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah Chancellor's still there a Seahawk. Yep, He's yep, still yep. a Seahawk. Yep. Yeah, and and then Brent, Brandon Browner, uh, yeah, is. Is the back. PI machine. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I still think it's funny that he won a Super Bowl with the Legion of Boom, went to the Patriots the very next year, and then beat the Legion of Boom in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if there's a little bit of bitterness in the locker room. Well, I'm sure it's the, the kind of thing where they give each other shit all the time about it. 
Mm-hmm. Bring us back to the trade. Yes. Nobody's really talking about how this sets up the Titans. Yeah, I, have I think no we're idea. all just sort of acknowledging the fact that the Titans are bad and they've mm-hmm. been bad for a while. So nobody's like, uh, well, I mean, the Titans got a bunch of picks, but we saw what the Rams did. Like, they didn't turn into a powerhouse. So the Titans probably won't because they're dumb and they have Mike Malarkey as a coach. But sure. the Titans, the Titans have the most important piece of their puzzle yep. in place now. They yep. have their quarterback. Yep. As long as Mariota continues on his current trajectory, he'll be good. Yep. So now they have to fix all their other holes. Yeah. And now they have a lot of draft picks to do so. So maybe in a few years, the Titans could start competing I, well, the way we thought the Rams were supposed to. They were fun to watch last season because, like, expectations were low. And then they would, they would like, find a way to, like, win a few games that, you know, you don't think they should win. Like yeah, not for as bad as they team, were, they were kind of fun to watch because you that's could see the, the potential there. Yep, yep, and that's always that's always kind of that's something to track. It is it's kind of it's a it's a it's a bullshit thing, but like if you if you watch these teams right and you and you find yourself like oh man, even even though like even though this team is bad, they're a lot of fun to watch. Um, you know that's usually a sign that like they're they're kind of on that cusp, right? They're a couple front office decisions away from actually being a decent team. Yep, and hopefully a better coach. I don't have yeah, any faith yeah. in Mike Malarkey at all. Well, th- here's the thing, man. How th- there is no you want to talk about like depth in in the NFL. There are so few people, I think, in who are currently like involved in NFL head coaching that are qualified to do that job. Like, I think that maybe half, if not more, of NFL coaches. I think the problem is there could be a lot of coaches who might be good at it. The thing is, like, it's it's a retread league. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, Once once you get the job the first time, it's getting that job the first time. Mm -hmm. Once you get the job the first time, you've broken through. And then even if you're bad, you'll still get looked at by all these other teams because they're too afraid to hire someone new. They're too afraid to take a risk because what if they end up being Josh McDaniels in Denver? Mm -hmm. What, What if they end up being, I don't know, a lot of the interim coaches that get Sure. Showing up like I don't know, like Dan Campbell last year with the Dolphins. Like he came in, Mister Our Muscles, and mm-hmm. he got the team riled up into like two, maybe three wins right at the beginning, and then yeah. they fell back down to earth. Yeah, and he looked out of his element. Well, right, but how how much worse is that than you know, Kyle Shanahan? You know what I mean? Like how how, how it's, much? It's a tough call because I mean, once they do get a head coaching job and they have that experience. So if they get hired a second time, they'll know a little bit more what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Malarkey's had, I think this is his third head coaching job. He was head coach of the Bills, yep. and he lasted a single year with the Jaguars. So, eh, like, the Jaguars fired him after one year. Like That's, that's, that's the, yeah, that's kind of telling. That That's really telling that he's not inspiring. No. No. But Titans, Titans... From what I know about the Titans, I try to give the Titans a little bit extra attention personally, simply mm-hmm. because they're so neglected by everyone. Sure. That I, I just look at them and I'm like, okay, the Titans, a lot of people had them taken an offensive lineman at the very top spot until this trade happened. And I think a lot of people are still having them 
aim for an offensive lineman. I've seen a lot of people saying that they might trade up with the Giants at number 10. Sure. The Giants don't have someone they really want left on the board. Mm. But I, the Titans have spent like three picks on offensive line in the first round, like the past four years. Like they drafted Chance Warmack, who's been kind of bad. He was considered like the mm-hmm. top offensive lineman in that draft, and he has not lived up to billing. They drafted Taylor Luan, and he's been, I think he's been okay. I think he's been fine. Yeah, there was he's been quiet at least. other I can't remember the name of. Ugh. I, I know they've drafted another offensive lineman. I can't remember his name, though. Sure, sure. But their offensive line last year was really terrible. They, so they still need to protect Mariota, but well, can that's you really thing, afford yeah. to spend yet another pick on a first-round lineman mm. when they've put so many already? Like, maybe they need a, something else. Uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. It's 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 tough when when you get into something where like, do you trade or do you um you know do you not rely on the draft for that? You know, it's that's a tough call. I have no idea. The Titans are small. They're confusing. They've got a lot of big problems to deal with. Yeah, their defense is bad, but they might they might have a decent offense. If the offensive line can gel just a little bit more, and maybe a new pick will help them do that. Um, they have a decent tight end in what's his face, uh, uh, the former 49er, um, Flipper Hands. I can't remember. I can't remember oh, his name. Oh, jeez, yeah, yeah, I can't remember either. But I like Delaney Walker. That's it, Delaney Walker, and then Doriel Green Beckham shown showed some pretty decent flashes of being a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So if he keeps his mental like. He's kind of troubled, so if he keeps his head in the game, he can be good. Um, they drafted Justin Hunter a few years ago, who hasn't quite lived up to billing, but maybe he could still be okay. Like I think their offense is a little bit more set now than their defense is. I think their defense. Sure. I can, can you name a defender on the Titans' defense? No. No. I, I routinely try, and I can't. I can't do it. I, I can't think of a defender on the Titans defense. And I feel bad because I feel like I hear one name and I'm like, oh, of course he's there. But then I, I there's no one there that I can think of off the top of my head. And it's it's sad. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. I, it's... I, gave, I gave myself a challenge once. Like, how many players on the Titans can I name? And... I think it's I tough. can name around five or six, and they're all offense. Mariota, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chance Warmack, Taylor Luan, Delaney Walker, Justin Hunter, Doriel Green Beckham. Yep, and that's probably as far as about as far as I can go too. And and then I got nothing. Mm, yeah, I just I just got nothing. Yep, and I feel like there's a linebacker or a defensive back that I should remember, but I can't. It's just sad. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see how the, how this all plays out with, with the the Titans because, again, you know, I want to watch them kind of become what I think they can be. Uh, but it's it's just a question of, of when and how. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think we've gotten a pretty good amount of material out of that trade. Let's move on to the other subject I really wanted to talk about this week, and that would be... Um, the color rush. Sure. So yeah. one of the things we were hoping to do every week from here on out was we were going to pick 
an idiot of the week. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a really dumb thing that happened during the week that we can just make fun of. And I think I want to pick Nike for this week. Sure. Just because of Color Rush. And I, all right, I'm going to start this off actually defending Nike and defending Color Rush because I don't actually think it's that bad of an idea. I, I'm generally, I'm pretty mean to Nike Mm -hmm. on like the comic and stuff like that. But on the whole, I kind of respect what they're trying to do with a lot of these uniforms. They're Mm -hmm. trying, they're swinging for the fences every time. They're trying to come up with something good and something different and iconic every single time. And sometimes it works like the Vikings one. And I think the Seahawks uniforms are really good. Sure. I and sometimes it just falls flat on its face. The Jaguars helmet is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh, I it's have terrible! No idea how it's that terrible. Made it past the gradient. The it's it's, it's ah it's god. So it makes. I'm not even. I'm not a designer. It makes my eyes hurt. It's so bad. I have no idea how it got past the concept phase mm-hmm. in, in that quality. It's yep. so bad. But I appreciate that they're trying. And a lot of the uniforms, like the Bucks uniform, if it reeks of a little bit over design, where they're trying to throw in too many new elements. Sure. And some of it works, but it's okay because maybe some of those elements will go away on the next iteration and it'll move forward. So I respect what they're doing, and I actually like the Color Rush idea. It's just one game a year. It's the it's the Thursday night game. Like, if, if you don't like it, it's one game. It's not a big deal. Like, right. why are you getting so mad about one game? It's an interesting look. It's just a little experiment. Like, basketball does it all the time. You see, like, basketball teams switching up the uniforms all the time and it's kind of fun it's a little confusing if you don't know the league very well and you turn on you're like wait why is this team in red now right yep and yeah i like i like the idea of color rush and i think last year was a it's very indicative of nike's track record so far some of it was really good and some of it was just awful the jet, like mm-hmm. the Jets uniforms, the green onesies, they were garbage. Yeah, oh the Bills, yeah, just... the Bills ones, they were bad. But actually, I thought the Jaguars uniforms were really good. Those the all cool. gold ones yeah, with the yeah. black. It actually made the helmet work kind of too, because it mat because there was no like blue, and it kind of matched the gold. It at least it worked better right. than it did. Right, but so I thought the jag and the Jaguars color rush I thought was better than their actual uniforms, which I think are just kind of weird yeah yeah i thought the titans one was fine i thought the rams one which was all yellow Mm -hmm. that was pretty good yeah i some so so, yes i because we were talking about this earlier i got a little heated um i don't mind color rush as an idea right i don't Mm -hmm. i don't mind it in uh in theory and i don't mind it like for preseason games for occasional games the thing that really pisses me off about this this time is that um, is that it's every Thursday night game is going to be a color rush game, every single one. If you are watching, if you are watching the NFL on Thursday, it's going to be a color rush game. Yeah. Like, why? Why? It, it make the Thursday night games have their own hashtag brand. Sure. That's what I'm assuming. But. I, I'm not as bothered by that, I think, as I think you are. It's it's like, just like why, why? Got to do something to make those games more watchable, I guess. Try and get more attention. Like, hey, this game's probably gonna suck, but look how silly they look. One of the things I have the slate of games, and there are um, 
respective teams and chosen colors pulled up in front of me. And it should be noted that some of these will change because the matchups, they, Nike said that they don't want to stick like another colorblind situation. Yeah, so that was teams bad. Match up poorly color-wise that they're going to redesign them. And I don't think, I think Nike redesigned the color rush ideas before the schedule came out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that they're going to have to rethink of this, which is stupid. Why did, why didn't they just wait for the schedule to come out? Right. But whatever. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go through this one by one. Jets are green. We know that. Yep. Of course. B- bills are red. We saw this game last year. It's probably going to look the same, mm-hmm. but they'll probably Christmas change it because game. of the, the uh, <laughs> colorblind thing that yeah. happened last season. Then we have a, Oiler blue for the Texans, which I think is kind of neat, and because I think the Texans' current uniforms are pretty boring, so oiler blue, I'm I'm in favor of that. And mm. then the Patriots are red, and I'm in favor of that too because the Patriots' throwback red uniforms are so much better than their current getup. That's true. That's very true. And then week four, we got orange for the Dolphins, which I also really like. Dolphins need more orange. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah. I missed the orange in their uniforms. Well, because everyone we have. Yeah, they 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 play up the uh, the the powder blue, and like that's not you know, it's whatever the aqua yeah aqua or whatever yeah not the powder but the aqua yeah. Then we have the yeah. first real interesting choice, which is the Bengals. They have black and white stripes, mm. like a white like a snow tiger or something like that. Sure, that I don't know that I feel like looking at that. That could be really, really cool. It could also really, just not work at all. Really bad. Yeah. It could look really bad, but it could also look really sweet. So I'm really interested to see how that comes out. Yeah. The Cardinals yeah. are yellow. Now tell me how this makes sense. The Cardinals are named after a bird, which is named after the color of that bird. It's not yellow, it's red. Why are the Cardinals yellow? I I I could not tell you. I could not tell you. But across from them, so this might change because they're playing the 49ers, and the 49ers are gold. Mm-hmm. So yellow and gold not, against each other, yeah, probably not going to work. Not going to work. They're going to need to One of those that. two teams need to be red. I mean, the Niners and the Cardinals, one of those two teams needs to be red. They're going to, yeah, they're going to do it probably with the Niners because it makes less sense. And that's yeah, the way Nike sh- works. It should definitely, Niners being gold makes perfect sense. They're named after gold miners. No problem yep. there. Week six, we got... Blue for the Broncos, which I think is boring because we kind of know what all blue Broncos uniforms looked like. It's what they looked like before the orange redesign mm-hmm. a few years ago. Yeah. And then they're they're playing the San Diego Chargers in slightly lighter powder blue. Sure. So one of those two is going to change. If anything, maybe the Chargers should be yellow because that'd be kind of outlandish. That would I, I would like that, actually. I think that'd be cool. I, I think an all-yellow Chargers uniform has potential to be interesting, but mm-hmm. they'll probably end up changing the Broncos to orange. Yeah, yeah. Bears are the red-orange that they have versus the Packers, who will be yellow. That could be interesting. <sighs> I don't. I, I just don't like the way those colors play together. I. That's the thing, is that on their own, these these are fine, right? The the yeah. But but when you get them on the field together mm-hmm. and and you talk about like complementary colors and like tertiary colors and stuff like that, you end up getting things that just look terrible. Like it, it's yeah. it's it's kind of the interplay of how it all works together that that, you know, I don't think Nike even thought about, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing all green 
Packers. Yeah, yeah. It would, but it would be too the, far but from it would probably uh, like people probably wouldn't be able to tell them apart from the turf or something like something dumb like that. I, you know, well, there are other teams that are going to be green, so it's. It's not like it's unprecedented. Right, right. I'm just saying is that you get all this stuff kind of caught up in, you know, in the what you have comics about this, right? The like the like third level of like Nike, which is like NFL uniform design. And they're they're not thinking from the perspective of a viewer. They're thinking from a perspective of like what can we what can we do that's that's different and wild and funky and weird and that will sell Nike brand products, you know? Yeah, that's like, definitely one of the problems they have. Yeah. Um, actually, with the Packers being all yellow, there's going to be a lot of cheese jokes that week. Yeah, probably. Not, not. It's going to be like, oh, the cheeses are rolling downhill. I, it, it's going to be bad. Jaguars look to be gold again. Yeah, which Titans is... Are, okay. Titans are red this time. That's different. Yeah. They were blue last year. Now they're, now they're red. That's, that's an interesting choice. I think that's probably just going to end up looking like the Bills because they have like very similar colors. Right, yeah. The Falcons are gray. Why? Like, like gray. Why not that awesome dark red or black? Why, like the black Falcons uniforms with the red helmets are still the best, but I don't I don't like I don't like the gray. Yeah, I mean, the, no, they're they're all the other choices were were better. Then Buccaneers are going to be the pewter. That's cool. I yeah, that's fine. I, I can get behind that. That's fine. The Browns, Browns are going to be their well, orange, which we already know yeah, how bad brown. that looks. They look not like traffic brown. cones. Nope, not brown. Um, the Ravens. The Ravens are going to be the Maryland state flag. This They're is not. another They're not potential doing, oh disaster. Well, we've or, seen that. We, have you seen the UMD uniforms? I like yeah, them. Yeah, but, but those, like, those are designed by Under Armour. Those aren't designed by Nike, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. And that's maybe that's why I like them, because Under Armour is better at design than Nike is. They just are. They just are. <laughs> I'm sorry, they are. Um, you know, I, I don't know why well, they're not purple. Me either. If, Purple's a great color. Purple's a great color. Or black. Yeah. All black would be yeah. makes sense because, you know, ravens are black. And if it's supposed so, to be color rush and it's all one, that's the other thing I don't get is why pattern it if everyone else is like solid colors. See, here's the other thing. There are no purple color rushes because down the line, the Vikings are yellow, mm-hmm. yellow yeah. or peach. And I'm sitting here why? like, why? Why? Why are the, why are the Vikings anything but purple? That doesn't make any sense. Vikings or Ravens need to be purple. And the other... It, it, whatever they're going to do with the Ravens, I'm okay with them experimenting with the Ravens. The Vikings need to be purple. Right. The yeah. Vikings purple is iconic. They need to be purple. Why are they not purple? This is stupid. I... I, I yes. Yes, it is. I Come on. Seriously. Purple is such a good sports color. It is. And then we've got... The Saints are gold. Makes perfect sense. Yep. Yeah. Carolina yeah, is blue. Could be gold or so, like silver would be silver or gray would be fine for the Saints, you know. Yeah, I, them being gold makes perfect sense to me. I got no problems with that. Carolina being blue makes perfect sense. Got no problems with that. Mm-hmm. Already, already crapped on the Vikings. The Lions appear to be a darker blue. Uh, just according to this picture I'm looking at, like it's a darker blue, not like a light blue. Why? And eh, <laughs> just cause. I don't know. Maybe it's their blue stained with motor oil. 
Because Detroit. Because Detroit. All right. <laughs> you know, I'll buy that. We'll, 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 we'll say that that's the reason. They're going to be blue. The Redskins are black. And if Dan Snyder wanted to get away from the racism talks, making the Redskins yeah. be black, that was that was a questionable decision. They should be all burgundy or all gold. Bur- and the, the, like, listen, I like I like that burgundy color. Like, it's a cool it's a color. Good color. Yeah, I um, like their uniforms a lot, actually. Yeah, their their uniforms are fine. I just like, or or you could go back to that like tan color, although that would look bad in a color rush thing. But that, like, that would that would not look yeah, good in a color I, rush. Yeah, they're making all these bad decisions, and, Why and we're seeing this for the Redskins. Yeah. either the black isn't even in their color scheme. Well, they're like the, the, their main colors are. Well, they're burgundy, gold, gold, and, and like black is their tertiary, I think. But like, uh, you know, it's that's dumb. But looking, they're also playing the Cowboys, who are going to be white again. So black versus white. And the Cowboys are white and the Redskins are black. Ooh, did they man, that, do... that has some did negative they... connotations <laughs> yeah. to it, doesn't well, especially it? since the Redskins are Ooh, ooh the Cowboys being white. Yeah. And Why didn't the they make the Cowboys black. silver? The Cowboys aren't It, it looks vaguely silver on here, okay. but I remember last year it was white. Ugh. And it's a very light picture here, and it's like a picture of like the uniform swatch. So I can't tell if it's white or very light gray or silver, but... I'm just gonna assume it's white because mm-hmm. that's what they did last year. Yeah, Steelers I guess. are yellow. Like why? Colts are blue. The Chiefs are bright yellow. Wh- <sighs> <laughs> why? Because I guess I mean they already have alternate all reds. Well, I, and... uh, oh, you know what? That actually might be the answer. But from why? Why they picked the colors that? You know, we didn't Maybe. want them to, as they might all have alts that are. But the Jets have an all green alt. Yeah. Um, no, no, that's... no. This is just like being dumb. You're, you're giving okay. them too much credit. Okay. So then the Rams are blue. They, they're not doing that really cool yellow this time. Yeah, I like. Oh man. So now we're we're coming back to the Rams, and the Rams need to never wear things that aren't their throwback jerseys and helmets. Those like yep. those old school like blue yellow uh, yeah it's so good perfect it's perfect anyway um seahawks oh no keep going no that's that's it that's that's all okay. i had I, I, seahawks are doing the lime green again which it was listen uh, i i kind of I'll, I'll admit i kind of like those uniforms when they had them back in the older days the sea- like when they had the bright green alternate it was yeah. stupid but it was kind of fun well the seahawks uniforms are already like their college uniforms right so like you know going that whole nine yards with the neon and and all that like i get it i get it i'm fine with it like i'm fine with it i'm excited to see that the eagles are silver i don't know why they didn't choose kelly green it was a perfect opportunity to bring back kelly green and they're not doing it they they just refuse to do it they're never it's never gonna happen we have to you know we have to embrace that as fast i don't know I don't know why the owner or whatever just doesn't like that color. Me either. I think everybody likes that color. Yeah, the fans. I, you you see like you see the fans, the, like all of their gear is that color. People pay extra for like jerseys that are that color because it just looks it, so cool. It does. It's Chris. The Eagles were big victims of the uh, the '90s. Make everything dark. Yeah, dark and dark and re- um, redesign phase. And, and sharp it, angles. Mm, 
It was the what? There was a weird drop shadows. Dude, there's there's that whole there's a whole strong bad email about that. Um, when he kind of goes in on on logo redesigns and he's like, you squish it, you skew it, and then you turn it all around, and then there's a color wheel of like random colors, and you you extend all the angles, and it's kind of warped. It's just like he kind of like even looking back now, like probably 10, 15 years after that was made, like you can look at NFL logos and how they've evolved over the years. And it's pretty much exactly what like he was saying in that Flash cartoon from like the early 2000s, which is kind of uh, kind of funny. I like that it's things are logos and stuff are getting a little boxier now, and I kind of like it. Um, we're getting rid of the drop shadows in, in like everywhere other than like sports. Uh, well, not yeah. everywhere. No, no. Cause NBA is, is getting better at, at logo design. NBA is going very simple. Yep. They're doing like material design stuff like the Brooklyn Nets, the LA Clippers say what you want about the logo. I don't, I don't like the Clippers logo. I, right. I, I think a lot of people don't. It's too simple. But right. I mean, it's, it's, it's an illustration of like that kind of style. You know what I mean? I, I wish current logos would trend differently. We have too many angry animal head logos. Dude, just tell an, me about Too it. many angry head logos. Yeah. Like, there are so many logos that are just angry heads. And they're all the kind of disappointing logos. Like, yep. Does anyone really care about the Cardinals logo? It's yeah, just no. an angry Cardinal. No. It, 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 it looks the same as like every other Cardinal. The Broncos, just angry head. Jaguars, it's angry head. Bring back Bucko Bruce. Bucko Bruce was a happy head. Bucko Bruce was like a head that was winking at you. I liked Bucko Bruce. The Buccaneers have been kind of lucky in that they've had cool logos kind of the whole time. Bucko Bruce is awesome. Yeah, but that's their true. new logo. Their new their pirate flag logo with the football and the swords. It's fine. I, I think that's still pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't love it. I don't hate it either. The card. The Panthers logo is just angry animal head. Yep. Eagles logo, angry animal head. Seahawks logo, angry animal head. I miss the old sad Seahawk that actually looked Native <laughs> the American. Sad Seahawk, yeah. The sad, sad one, not apathetic the angry Seahawk one. was the best. Yep, yeah, yep. Rams just angry animal head. Anyway, back to color rush. Yep. <laughs> the Giants are red with a blue stripe. Yeah, well, and that's this. This sounds weird, but I, if you look back at their uniform history in like the fifties, for like a year. They had red uniforms with a blue stripe across the middle mm-hmm. and their numbers in the blue stripe. And it actually looks pretty cool. And there's nothing like it in the NFL today. So I'm actually kind of interested to see how the Giants turn out. Yeah, I think that's fine. Like I've seen I've seen alts that are similar to that, um, like in, in like it's like college alts and stuff when I'm watching that. I, I, that one's going to look fine. And listen, the you know, red and blue complementary or primary colors, they'll look good together. It'll be it'll look fine. That's that's not one of the ones I'm worried about. Here, I saved this one for last because I think this one is the most baffling. Uh-huh. The Raiders are gold. Are you serious? Yes. The Raiders are gold. How? Are they going to call I it the know. gold hole now? Is, how do you look at the Raiders and go, this team that has had iconic uniforms since its inception that hasn't changed, silver and black, let's give it gold. Yep gold why are they why? going for like it's like raider treasure that's the only oh thing i could possibly yeah. think of yeah it's just like oh pirate treasure. pirate treasure but pirate tre- no. the, the gold hole is where you but hide that would all fit your the buccaneers better than the raiders oh my god it doesn't make any sense it's dumb. why are the raiders gold? it's really dumb 
That's, I, that's all right. stupid. I'm, I'm okay. I think it's going to change because they're playing the Chiefs in week 14. The Chiefs are yellow. Yeah. Raiders are gold. Okay. One of those has to change. It's probably going to be the Chiefs. It should be the Raiders. Yeah, but it's going to be the Chiefs the... and they're going to just be burgundy. And that's going to oh be. Oh, my God. If the Raiders actually stay gold, it is an absolute nightmare. Stay it gold! It doesn't make... <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Yeah. <laughs> The Raiders being gold is what makes me think that this leak isn't real. Yeah. Because yeah, it well, just doesn't make sense. No, it's, I, ugh. It, that is, yeah, yeah. And every Thursday we have, we have these so... discussions to look forward to of, like, fans being like, is that my team? Why is my team wearing gold? Like, come on, man. Most, most of the colors are, they make sense. There are several questionable choices, but at least most of the colors are colors that are somewhere in the color scheme of the team, even somewhere. if it's not a, a tertiary color. But you'd think... But there's no gold on the Raiders well, you, at all. You go back through the, the list you just rattled off, and, like, you said, mo like, it's it's telling that you're, like, trying to give Nike some credit and being like, yeah, you know, most of the team's colors are involved with the team at some point, like, in their history. Like, like most of them, but not where all of coming them. From from most of them, yeah. Except the Raiders. Well, how that, how is it? How is it that you? How is it that for a team's uniform, you can't find justification for that color for every single one of the jerseys, right? That that yeah. should be a a bare minimum for uniform designers. Is like where where is this color coming from? Oh, I thought it looked cool. That doesn't cut it. Come on, man. Ugh. I'm. Just, it makes me so mad. Yeah, the color rush. It's, I really want to like it, but some of these choices—it's an execution kind of, error, man. Execution it it error. is an execution error. One of the biggest problem I have with the color rush is one. All right, I have two big problems. I, I, I'm getting angry about this because I'm an artist mm, and designer. Yep. So that's that's I, why I'm, we're spending like forty I'm, minutes I'm on very the mad. end of the week. But problem number one is they're not able to change the helmets because of the helmet rule. That's the helmet has super to stay the dumb. same. Yes. Uh, so they can't do different helmets. Whatever, if that's a sa if that's a legitimate safety issue, I'm willing to look past it. It's still dumb when you have like the Jets be all green and then their helmet is white. That's yeah, but it, okay, it can't be a safety issue. You get the same helmet and put a big old vinyl wrap on it or something. I don't get that. I, I think like, if I you don't have nif like why can't they just do like a repaint? Yeah, or something yeah, or re just like yeah. decals that you. They have decals that'll just go over the helmet. They have all helmets in the league. Why? Why? Maybe because it's not Nike. Like Nike doesn't make helmets, and it's it's yeah, Nike's it's night or something. It's probably some dumb, fucking, stupid shit like that. I, I don't know what. I I've never really understood that, but that's one of the problems with color rushes. They can't go head to toe mm. in one color. Yeah, the the helmets have to stay the same. When, when the and point sometimes is to go... it matches up. Like it'll match up with, um, the Jets will be okay. The, like the Jaguars will match up. The yeah. Browns will match up. The some of the other teams will match up, but it it's not going to work with some. The other big problem I have with Color Rush is there's too much color. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, let, let me let me let me expand on this. No, you're right. I really like jerseys and pants as matching colors. Mm -hmm. I really like that color. Jer if the jersey is the same color as pants, I haven't seen a uniform combo that has that that I haven't liked. I like it. It's a uniform look. I'm not a big fan of just like one color and then different color for pants. 
Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It just the pants feel like an afterthought most of the time. Right. When everything is one color between the shoulders and the knees, it looks great. The problem is Color Rush is making the socks, socks. the same. I knew color. you were going to go there because I feel the same way. It, it needs to ha- the socks need to be a different color. Yep. Even if it's if just you have white. All red for like like all red for who's going to be all the Titans. The Titans are going to be all red. The socks need to be like blue or white or something different because otherwise it just looks like they're wearing one. You're going to look like Santa Claus, especially the O-line. They're all going to look like a bunch of Santa Clauses. Santa Claus football coming, mm-hmm. coming this fall to Xbox one. Like the socks. Ugh. It's such a, yeah. Yeah. And, and the fact, the fact that like, you know, since they, since they can't go head to toe, and they're trying to anyway. They're trying to like force the issue when the issue is never going to happen. Yeah, they're forcing just shoulders to toe. Right. Yeah. Which just so makes like, them look like onesies. So yeah, and and so why why when you have the helmet rule that the helmet has to why not why not make the color rush idea like mesh with the helmet design design a because because okay think about the Raiders helmet right the Raiders mm-hmm. helmet you know black silver with the logo with a gold uniform. Yeah. Um. Those are Saints colors. Just, just yeah. pardon me for for saying, but like you know, that's not. It, it doesn't work together. It just doesn't. And and the fact I don't know. It 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 speaks to. It's very clear to me that that color rush is is not. It's well. It's created by by Nike people who are who are looking at it from the perspective, not even as ad execs. Um. Uh, but like, as like, let's just, let's just slap Nike stuff on everything. You know, it's, it's not, they're not really thinking of how it's going to look on the field at all. No, they're not. They're trying to, they're designing everything individually. They're not looking at how it's going right. to impact the wider picture, which yep. is one of those, I think that's the biggest problem they had last year with the, the, I always said Jills and bets, <laughs> but the Jets and Bills because they didn't they didn't notice the color blindness problem yeah, at you'd all think that would they be just, a, a big deal for them that they, they just designed those two uniforms individually and they didn't think about how it would look at all yeah i yeah and that's that's just so so baffling to me because that's that's like incompetence it's not just idiocy that's incompetence like that's like that that is should be a base like requirement for doing that job you know absolutely so we're uh, kind of winding down on an hour here. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we got sufficient amount of anger at a color rush. Jeez, I'm yeah. probably gonna I'm probably gonna crap on color rush some more coming up. Dude, well, do you know if so, there's gonna so be any you, new redesigns coming up? Because I'd love to dump on that. Yeah, those. I haven't heard of, of any. Maybe the Browns are gonna shift their uh their swatch in into more of a burnt umber direction this year. I don't know. Um, but, but I, I personally haven't, haven't heard of anything. Cause I, I mean, I like, I like, uh, Jersey redesigns. I don't know if I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams do something again. I, I just want the Rams to go back to those old school uniforms are so good. The Rams should change just, I mean, they moved to LA. It's a perfect opportunity for a redesign. If you or, me. or go back to, go back to the LA Ram. Oh my God. If they went back to the LA Rams jerseys and helmets, the white and the white and blue, that would be. I would love that. I think that would be awesome. I thought those were cool. I I think it looks a little too similar to the Colts. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I just like, 
I I think that the the logo. So to me, that that lo the L.A. Rams like logo and uniform style with the colors of the Rams of like the late '90s, early thousands would be like the perfect for me. So like gold and and blue with that kind of design. But that's I would just work me. With that. So a couple more. Couple more really quick, quick news tidbits. Yeah, this morning Trent Richardson signed with the Ravens. So, so everyone laugh at him. Ha ha. Yeah, everyone, everyone laugh at Trent Richardson. He, that is his fourth team in like Jesus. four years. Yeah. It's fun. It, I I can't believe he found work. Whatever. Me either. The obvious joke is the Ravens picked him up because after Ray Rice, they need someone who can't hit anything. <laughs> uh Percy Harvin retired, whatever. Yeah, yeah I'll miss him. He, he was a troublemaker. Nobody wanted him. That's true, uh, but I'll miss him. Josh Gordon got denied his reinstatement by the NFL because Josh Gordon doesn't know how to piss clean. Yeah, Ugh. which is a shame. We they, talked about that They say you before. can't get addicted to weed, but he's addicted to something. Well, yeah, he might be He might be addicted to, to, like, to getting suspended by the NFL. I think that's maybe. that's the problem. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the that's the only way he can get a high. As soon as yeah, Roger Goodell tells him no. So, this is a cleanup. I, I'm glad everybody was here to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope hopefully, people can give us feedback on how different this one sounds compared to the first one. Yeah, if they like Fancy those directions mics. better. I I was still hoping to do some more segments. Obviously, <laughs> we we'd... we went in on color rush a little bit today. Wait, probably, but I do reason. like the idea of us picking one or two bigger topics and just talking at length about them instead yeah. of just nitpicking on a couple of news items because you can get that anywhere else. Sure. Yep. So we're going to do that. I have good news for any KSK fans. I've been talking to the former KSK members, and we got plenty of people who are interested in joining us for future shows. Mm-hmm. So that'll be once I figure out how to manage recording and all those different people at once. Cause right now it's pretty easy. It's just me and Sam it's right. Skype call, but I, I need to figure out how to like juggle more than two people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once I figure out that we're going to start having some people on, we got Spilly. He wants yes, on Marcus. Marcus wants on Trevor wants on. I know Trevor, Trevor wants mm-hmm. on ape said he wanted on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stu uh, Scott. Yeah. He said he, wanted, he on wanted on too. Stu Scott. Booyah. So once I figure that out, we'll start having those special guests and we we can have a little KSK refugee party. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we got more I segments might... uh, in in the hopper too that we, we haven't really gotten to yet. So I'm excited one, for that. Once we well. get Spilly on, we'll have our own little segment where we make fun of Spilly for not getting any pop culture references. I'm still excited for the make Sam mad segment where you just tell me a fact that makes me mad and let me like talk about it for like two minutes and just yell. And stuff, I'll give so. you I'll give you two minutes and then I get the last. Word yeah. And, and then you I'll get the last word and it'll just it. make me really mad because I won't be able to retort. So look I'm just going to warn you. My last word every time is just going to be, well, but you're wrong. God. And then we're going to move ah, on. <laughs> that's infuriating. <laughs> so that's news. Um, I did get one comment on the, the name that I kind of liked. Someone mm-hmm. mentioned the name audible and obviously i can't just use audible because that's a company already but the draw play audible yeah. that's a great pun yeah it's a great pun yep. i like it I'm, I'm i'm down for that i might use that so thanks for listening again
Yeah, thank you. So uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, this will be up sooner in the week so that no big news breaks between now and when it and when people can listen. You know it will, dude. You know. Oh, it will. it'll totally happen. But I'm gonna try see if I can edit this tonight. I gotta make my fifth, my 500th comic tonight. Oh dang! Yeah, happy 500th anniversary! Yay! <laughs> Gonna be great. So Woo! I keep dragging out this this goodbye because I don't know how to hang up. So okay, thank you for listening. And goodbye. We'll see you next week.